The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 170 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs lost another one. That's eight losses in a row. They lost to the Memphis Grizzlies, 120-108. to that drops the Spurs' record of 3-10 overall. They're sitting at the bottom of the Western Conference standings and improves the Memphis Grizzlies' record to 3-9 overall. Um, two teams at the bottom, but uh, Memphis got the best of us on this one. Rough night for the Spurs. What do you think, Drew? Another another blown lead. Another 19-point blown lead. We were up by 17 at the half. Our largest lead was 19, and we still lost this game. I just don't know how we lost this game. Um, a tough L... Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. both had 25-plus. Those guys were phenomenal. They also had 17 for Williams off the bench. And the Spurs turned it over a lot in the second half. We were good in the first half. In the second half, we started to turn the ball over. Just a rough night. What were your thoughts on it? Yeah, and to me, that's just our youth showing out. I think a lot of times you'll see a lot of energy and excitement for a game, and they just it's hard to stand the whole four quarters. And that's what's going on with the Spurs right now. And it's leading to... A pretty bad run, a run that I'm not sure I thought we were going to have all season, but here we are. Let's listen to what Greg Popovich had to say about this one. Well, we've, we've been there before. You know, we had an 18-point lead, I think, at some point, you know, in the, I think in the first half, but uh, we just have trouble sustaining. We get those periods where um, the, the physicality builds and we go dry offensively. And... Uh, when you don't score and you're in transition defense all the time, it makes it difficult and the leads dissipate. So it's just that consistency to continue to uh, score uh, because when you're going back on defense all the time, it makes it really tough. That's the, that's the bottom line. Felt like we saw a good amount of minutes. Good. Felt like we saw Victor five for a good amount. What's the early impression of those lineups with him at center? Uh, you know he's he's learning. It's I mean I don't think we're amazing in the world in any way, shape, or form, but uh, it's certainly a learning process for him. But he's uh, amenable to it, and you know coming along just fine. Anyone else? Thank you. All right, so short and sweet for Pop, and uh, kind of just talking about the learning and the growing process for the Spurs. Let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who were your top two for this one? Yeah, so number one on my top two list was Victor Webinyama, who made history in this one. He had 19 points, 8 blocks, 4 assists, 13 rebounds, while shooting 6 of 17 from the field and 2 of 6 from the three-point line in 31 minutes. Became the third teenager ever to have eight blocks in a game. What a game for Victor Webinyama. That is just an amazing night, and 
I think one of his best games of the season with eight blocks. That is just crazy. So he's number one on my top two list. Number two on my top two is Chetty Osman, who had 13 points, five boards, four of ten from the field, and three of seven from the three-point line in 24 minutes. Let's see what your top two looks like compared to mine. Yeah, I had uh, Keldon Johnson at the top of mine. I thought he had a really good game for the Spurs, and not to slide anything that Vic did. I mean, obviously, you're right with the with the eight block shots. That was that was big time. But Keldon had 22 points. He knocked down four threes, and I just I thought his shots came at a really clutch time when the Spurs needed them the most. And so that's why Keldon's my number one. And then number two, I thought. Uh, went back and forth on this one, but I just can't deny the eight blocks. I think you're right. For a 19-year-old to have eight blocks in the game, uh, that's something I we don't see too often in the NBA ever. And, you know, he also had the 19 points and 13 boards as well. But the question that I have for you is, do you think this year, and I know this happened with David Robinson a lot during his playing career and Tim Duncan a, a time or two, do you think we get a triple-double of points, rebounds, and blocks in a game with Victor Wimbanyama this year? Uh, not this year, but definitely definitely in the future. He might have a game with 15 blocks. That's, that, that'll be pretty pretty awesome. So something to look forward to in the future. But, uh, yeah, these eight were big time. So that's why he was my number two on my top two. Let's get to the bottom two, Drew. Who were your bottom two? Yeah, for me on the number one on my bottom two list, I went with Trey Jones. Didn't get anything started offensively in 21 minutes. Only had himself two points and three assists and had one turnover, 0 of 1 from the three-point line and 1 of 4 from the field in this matchup. He is number one on my bottom two list. Number two is Julian Champagne, who got the start, played 20 minutes, six points, knocked down two threes, but wasn't enough and made the number two on my bottom two list. All right, well... I had Malachi Branham as my number one on my bottom two list. Uh, he was two of six shooting, but he didn't hit a single three, which is rare for him. He was 0 of three from three-point land. And then my number two was Doug McDermott. Uh, he also, he only hit one three for him, only had five points. But uh, Doug McBuckets just, you know, he's supposed to come in and light it up from the bench and just didn't tonight. So that's why he's on my bottom two. All right, now it's time for the segment of the show called the question of the day. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. Tonight's question comes from McAnally in Galveston, Texas. Max's question was, hey guys, I noticed Devin Vassell hasn't been playing. Do you know what his injury status is and when can we expect him back? I'm going to turn that one over to you, Drew. Yeah, so his injury looks like to be the same groin that he injured earlier, and they might have rushed him back a little too fast. So I think he might be out for a week or two, honestly, um, to get that rested up and not um, like make a miss and hurt his career. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I mean, I think you're right. The groin, it was – I thought it was crazy how quick he came back from it because I've had one of those and they, it lingers for a while, especially. And I was wasn't an NBA basketball player, so I can just imagine the running and the jumping and the cutting. You know that that takes a toll on that uh, grown muscle. So I think uh, I think it's probably best to hold him out, especially while times are tough for the Spurs. But also, let's not forget he's one of our best players, so that also has added to this losing streak. The fact that he hasn't been available for a lot of them. All right, thanks for your question tonight, McAnally. That's a that's a good one. Let's get on to this day in Spurs history, Drew. Yeah, so we're going to go to November 20th where the Spurs have a record of 10-11. But you know me, I decided to pick a Spurs win 
where they defeated the Boston Celtics at home. Every starter in this game had double digits. Our leading scorer was Tony Parker, who had 19 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds. Kawhi Leonard had 16 points, 8 boards, 2 assists. Timmy D had 13 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists. Danny Green had 11 points. Tiago Splitter, 11 points, 10 rebounds. And off the bench, Boris Diaw with 12 points. The Spurs record improved to 10-1, and the Celtics um, lost that game and had their record go to 4-9. That is this day in Spurs history on November 20th, 2013. All right, thanks for that one. Dialing it back 10 years ago. God, time flies. All right, now it's time for to preview the upcoming game. Our upcoming game is... A familiar face coming into San Antonio, Kawhi Leonard and the L.A. Clippers, who are basically an all-star team when you take Paul George and Kawhi, and Drew will get on to the rest of them. But they're coming in with a 5-7 and seven record. Drew, what can you tell us about the Clips? Yeah, so the Clips are, Clippers have been struggling as of late as they had a six-game losing streak before winning their last game against, um, who do they beat before winning their last game against the Houston Rockets? They just hadn't gotten things to click, but it looks like it's starting to click. Their leading scorer is Paul George, who has averaged 24 points, 5 rebounds. Kawhi Leonard, who's been very inconsistent this year, is averaging 21 points. Harden's averaging 16 points, and Russell Westbrook's averaging 13 points. Those four is a big four, but they've been struggling as of late. What are your thoughts on the Clippers lineup? Yeah, I think they're a really talented team, and uh, and... They're a really talented team, and they've got uh, uh, yeah a lot of talent. And I think I'm sorry, si- our, my son let our cat inside the house, and he's trying to get in our studio. So I apologize on that. Um, that's the uh, sorry for the sorry for that. Uh, that's the Simon Simonator that he let in. That uh, I wish we didn't have. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I, well, not Simon. We love Simon to death. We're saying. He's just not supposed to come in during our episodes. But going to be a tough matchup for the Spurs. Sorry about that, fans. But that was, a, that was a, just uh, surprised me a little bit. But uh, anyway, that's, uh, that's that one. And, uh, and Simon's back. He's coming to check on us. My son not only lets him in, he has a tough time getting him out. So anyway, who's your player to go off? What's your prediction on this one, Drew? Yeah, so... <laughs> For me, my player to go off is going to be Zach Collins. After a couple of good performances, Zach Collins is going to be my player to go off. My prediction for this game, I do have the Clippers beating us. I think things are starting to click over there in L.A. Give me the Clippers by 12. Yeah, I think it's I, – I, I agree with you. I think the Clippers are going to get us. Uh, I think it's going to, be a, going to be a tough night for us. But uh, my player to go off for the Spurs in this one, I just think matchup-wise, I think uh, – I'm going to go with Jeremy Sohan again. I think Sohan's going to have a good night, and he's going to match up well with Harden and then kind of go from there. But uh, I think the Clippers beat us by 16. I think it's not going to be good for the Spurs, and I think our losing streak is going to continue, unfortunately. And then we get to see him again a couple nights from there. So it doesn't get any easier for this Spurs team. Uh, So we'll get on to that as we go. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Drew, would you take us home, please? Yes, thank everybody for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!